0: Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Paul as we make brief stops in the gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. One of the things that you learn as you make this journey through life with the Lord Jesus Christ is that everybody is not going to be your cheerleader. As a matter of fact, we've learned already in Mark chapter 2 that as soon as Jesus started healing people and making a difference in the lives of others, the enemy poked his head up (laughs) and immediately uh, the devil begins to bring opposition. And he does it even through religious people, uh, Pharisees and uh, scribes and people that should have understood, did not understand. Uh, You know, Jesus said that we shouldn't be surprised if we suffer persecution because they hated Him first. And I want to say to you today that along this journey, if you're anticipating that everybody's going to be excited about what Christ is doing in you and through you, you're going to be a very disappointed person. You have to do what you do because it is the will of God and leave all the consequences, all the results with Him. That brings us now to the second half of Mark chapter 2. And it really continues the same theme because the Pharisees who started asking questions in the opening verses now continue to press their questions. There actually are three short stories in the last half of Mark chapter 2. And in each one of them, the Pharisees ask a distinct question. Here's the first one, Mark chapter 2, beginning in verse 14. The Bible says, And as he passed by, He saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the receipt of custom, and said unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat at meat in his house, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eat with publicans and sinners, they said unto his disciples, How is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he saith unto them, They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. What a beautiful story this is. It's beautiful in many respects. One is uh, that Jesus calls Matthew to be one of his disciples. Uh, One of the great studies through the gospel records is to see all the tax collectors that Jesus connected with. Uh, These men were notorious for being Jewish sellouts to the Roman government. And not only were they traitors to their own people, uh, by and large, they were dishonest men. They were skimming off the top. They were overcharging. They were hated and despised. And yet, uh, Jesus makes a beeline for them. Isn't it wonderful that Christ goes to the lowest rung of society? And if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, all things have become new. And so he simply says to Matthew, follow me. Uh, in a real sense, this is what the whole Christian life is. It's being a true follower of Jesus Christ. And then notice what it sets in motion. In the very next verse, the Bible says, many of them followed him. Now he's sitting in Matthew's house with a whole host of publicans and sinners. Uh, you know, when a person comes to know the Lord Jesus as their Savior... It opens the door for so many other people to come to know the Lord. Uh, That's why people who initially trust Christ as their Savior usually are the most fervent witnesses because it's fresh in their heart and their mind. Uh, The last phrase of verse 14 in Mark 2 says that Matthew followed Him. And the last phrase of verse 15 says, and they followed Him. It's beautiful how we move from the singular to the plural. Oh, would you pray today that God would help you bring one soul to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that then through that person, many more may come to be followers of the Lord Jesus. Now, you would think that religious people seeing uh, such sinners responding to the gospel would be excited. Wouldn't you think that'd be wonderful? And yet, their response is one of cynicism and criticism. They see him eating with publicans and sinners. And their question is, how is it that he eateth and drinketh with publicans and sinners. Notice they didn't even ask Jesus, they asked the disciples. You know, people that want an answer go to the person that has the answer. People that don't want an answer just talk about it to everybody else. And so they're asking the disciples because they're making a criticism in their observation. And I want to pause just a moment and say I thank the Lord that Jesus came for publicans and sinners, that He came for the lowest of the low, I'm thinking now the Apostle Paul's testimony that he was the chief of sinners, and I want to argue with him and say, no, I am. And perhaps you want to say, no, I am. The truth is, we all are lowly sinners. And when we start thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought to think, it's evidence that we have the spirit of the Pharisees, and that we're thinking more of ourselves than of others. Jesus, the Bible says in verse 17, heard it. I love this. Uh, They didn't even ask him the question, but Jesus heard their question. And he turns and here's the answer he gives to them. They that are whole have no need of the physician, but they that are sick. And then he says this powerful statement, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Does that mean that the Pharisees and the scribes did not need Jesus? Oh, no, they needed Jesus as surely as the publicans and the sinners did. As a matter of fact, in many of Jesus' parables, dealing with salvation, he he connects to both groups because he's trying to reach sinners, period. You may be a religious sinner or you may be a non-religious sinner. But either way, you're a sinner for all of sin and come short of the glory of God. The point he's making here is that you fellows don't think you need a doctor. Uh, You think you are whole already. In a word, he was condemning them because they could not see their own sin sickness. You know, this is a great danger for all of us. Isn't it easy to spot someone else's sin? To sit in a church service when the preacher really starts preaching strong against sin and we say, oh, I'm glad she's here to hear that today. Or I wish he had heard that this morning. To be, immediately start thinking about the needs of other people. I'm thinking of the words of that old spiritual, it's not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. This same principle is brought out in the last book of the New Testament in the Revelation of Jesus Christ when the Lord Jesus said to one of His churches, You think that you're rich and have need of nothing, but what you don't know is that you actually are naked and you're wretched and you're poor and you're miserable and you're blind. In other words, oftentimes we do not see ourselves like God sees us. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we see the surface, we Look at ourselves through the eyes of others and how we're perceived. But when was the last time you looked at your own sinful heart through the eyes of Jesus Christ? When was the last time you saw yourself like God sees you? i tell you what it'll do. It'll humble you. It'll stop you from asking some pharisaical questions. It will stop you from looking down on others. It will make you realize that you are sick and that you as well need a physician. The reality is we all need Jesus. Some people never recognize it. You know, the Bible says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Well, in Mark chapter 2, the Pharisees told on themselves. Because as they begin to ask these questions, and we'll look at the other two in our next studies, as they begin to ask these questions, they reveal that though they were religious, they were not spiritual. May I ask you a question? Are you a religious person or a spiritual person? Religious people see others Less than themselves But spiritual people see themselves as nothing And Jesus as everything May God deliver us all From the spirit of the Pharisees Thank you for traveling with us Through God's word We would love to hear from you And share additional resources For enjoying the journey Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.